Welcome to She Grows. We're here to walk through topics that we all deal with in everyday life. I'm Danielle Doss. And I'm Jen Matthews. And we are here to arm you with the hope and peace that comes straight from the gospel. We're going to leave out the fluff and chase down the truth. So whether you're driving, doing laundry, working out, we hope you find truth and encouragement. Let's grow together. Hey, Danielle. What's up, friend? No, I just love a good recording day. She podcast day. I love it. I know. I even got a tan last night just because I was like, I'm feeling it. <laughs> feeling it. Podcast day. Oh. For all of our listeners that are not seeing me. <laughs> I know. I, was like, I know they know, can hear gotta, the tan in you, your voice. You feel good. You do good, right? Yes. <laughs> We've got a pretty cool topic that we're going to be talking about yes. today. We are talking today about renewing your spirit. We're going to dig deep in it. Right. Because we're talking about renewing your spirit when you literally have nothing left to give. Yeah. And that sounds like we went from peppy to way down there. (laughs) But the truth is in the remedy. The truth is that it's all Jesus. And um, so I'm excited to be able to talk through this. One, because it's a topic that was suggested by one of you guys. Y'all are killing it with the suggestions. Killing it. You're making us work hard. But I love it. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yes. it's, It's really cool because... It does stretch us and push us and it helps us to identify with you and where you are in life when you suggest the topics. And specifically, we were laughing about this before that um, specifically talking about replenishing Mm -hmm. uh, how the Lord was like, no, you're going to walk through this because I want you to experience you're not pulling from someone else as well. Like you're going to hear what I'm teaching you in this moment. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing because these are. You know, the podcast we have yet to record are ones that we don't feel prepared for or whatever. Yeah, we'll put those off. (laughs) We'll put them off until we feel like we've got something to actually speak through. But this is something that over the years we have walked through and walked through and walked through and have enough life lessons, life experience, um, including, you know, right now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) To be able to speak into this, and I would say, well, and um, not only that, we just trust with every conversation that the Lord's just going to help our voice to be what it needs to be and to leave the rest of it out. Yeah, and I'm just thinking everyone getting back into the swing of fall. And Mm -hmm. I mean, we're we're in the thick of it now. Yes. And um, in fact, there's not too many conversations that I'm having where someone's coming from a place of being completely replenished because everyone's just exhausted. I don't think I've ever walked through the beginning of a school year and heard more students and everybody already be so stretched then mm-hmm. that they're just like on their last like everybody's just like nearly toppling over and it's it's weird so everything i mean and that's just that's a that's a to-do list version but you know there's people walking through very emotional things heart heavy things like so on a lot of levels it's natural for the fall for a lot of things like that to get a little more intense but to pile a schedule thing on top of it is a whole nother it's there's just a lot of people walking through this right now yeah I, feel like. I think it's pretty interesting just even going through and preparing for this podcast to think about the different types of tired yes. that you can experience that's exactly right and I know <laughs> if you're listening you are walking through a type of tired yeah no matter where you are yes because it's just like we're in a world that is not for us and mm-hmm. life is heavy and it's hard and no one is immune to yeah reality. No one. Yeah. You might be with this body tired, like your just body is just done because you've got so much to do. Mm. Um, soul tired is a real, real, real thing. Heart tired. Heart tired. Yes. It's like to say it out loud. It's like, 
Yes. Yeah. And even when you're there, your heart can break for somebody else is knowing they're there. Like that's a very, mm-hmm. you need a hug kind of tired. Mm-hmm. Not that that fixes it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a step. So many different types of tired. tired. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I hope everybody's drinking coffee listening to this. I know. <laughs> Caffeine. <laughs> we are, just so you know. <laughs> Let's get that Band-Aid on real quick. As and now always. We want to go a little bit further into it because yes. there are ways, and Scripture is so abundantly clear in yeah. how to help us in those moments of feeling just completely depleted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're talking today about really renewing your spirit when you're in one of those places, whether you are just like body mentally, heart, spirit, head, wherever your tiredness is. And we're not talking about I need a nap. We're talking about war out. Yeah. You know, I like to think of it in terms of like my gas tank. Mm -hmm. There are personalities out there who will see the warning light and think, oh, I need to go get gas. (laughs) Or there's other personalities out Mm -hmm. there that are like challenge time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's me. I want to see how far I can go. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not always bid well, because you know what ends up happening? I'm broke on the side of the road, like my car's broke down and I can't, you know, I'm just dead in the water, basically. That's happened to me one too many times to where I have finally changed camps. (laughs) Like Now I go get gas. (laughs) I think I'm there but then I also know myself that I'm like "Mm, never say never (laughs) fun fact one of the first times I had had just gotten to know Brandon my husband now Mm. uh, we barely knew each other and who comes to rescue me on the side of the interstate but him he He just just happens to pass by he goes oh my word is that (laughs) Jen I was like, hey, this is me. This is my life. Now you know. (laughs) There's no sense of hiding anything here. Exactly. (laughs) This is who I am. Exactly. Exactly. So funny. But uh, (laughs) when we get to that, when you find out that your gas tank is low, the best thing is to see that warning light when Mm. it comes to your body, your soul, your mind, to you. The best thing is to see those little warning signs and to be self-aware enough to start fixing yeah then yeah um but today we're talking from a different lens we're talking from the lens of it's gone too far yeah we have gone past mm-hmm. i am on the side of the road yeah <laughs> i am there s yes so the Triple first step a. really Sorry. yeah is to <laughs> realize you're there to be yeah. like okay here we are yeah time to call AAA. whatever the case yeah. yeah um and it's it's just admitting you know what i'm here and um with all the honesty that you can possibly muster in yourself is just admitting and recognizing exactly how tired you are and trying to find the sources of it um, and recognizing the truth of it. Because the, the truth is, without taking that moment, that beat to really think it through, it's going to come out and you're going to blame it on your child. Mm-hmm. You're going to blame it on your job. You're going to blame it on all kinds of different circumstances and people around you because they're just on your nerves or it's just too much or it's just whatever. But when it's that really bone tired, deep down, emotionally depleted, empty, those are just the things we can see to blame. So it's really time to um, just see the whole picture. Like, how did we get here? Yeah, I think it's important to know, like, to recognize you are in a season season of maybe some long suffering or Mm -hmm. like you're in a point of life where everything just seems to be piling on you. And that started in January and it's continued every single month throughout the year. And it's just hit after hit after hit. Mm -hmm. But I also think it's important to recognize, um, like, how you're wired in your make. I believe that there's so much power and knowledge in knowing and being self-aware enough to recognize strengths and weaknesses 
And just understand it gives us a better understanding of what we can accomplish. I know even just like, because we're women and Lord, we have so many different things that we're juggling Mm -hmm. that it is nice to see what's on your plate. Maybe you don't have to carry every single thing. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard to see the things that you could cut away because Mm -hmm. I'll look at my plate at any given day and be like, nope, I'm the only one who could do all of these things. Mm. And, but that's where honesty is so important. And honesty with the Lord is so important because I mean, what's the point in not being, he already knows all the things anyways. It's like, Oh God, you really can't see my plate over here. Can you? Shocker. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's like so dumb. Usually we're the ones that if we dig deep and see where our feelings and our failings and our thoughts are coming from, we're the ones who need to realize it. And he already, he's like, okay, there you go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I love, 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 love Psalm 139 um, verses 23 through 24. It just says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And I love that prayer because the truth is God does already know all the things. Mm -hmm. And what we need to do is be awakened to those details in our life. I pray this prayer constantly because for every one thing I tackle, I know that I'm ready for one more thing. Mm -hmm. And I know there's always going to be something new to grow through. There's always a flaw you don't see there's always a hurdle to jump that's and even hearing that out loud i'm like man that's so exhausting to think about oh there's always this yeah. growth looking at this forever of growth ahead of us what i can what I, it does sound exhausting but what i know about each step just because i've been consistent and god's so faithful i know that every new growth point is followed by rejoicing because you just conquered something so else so good you know what i mean yeah yeah, especially. Yeah, I think that's so cool. And I think that is his plan is like, trust me, trust me, trust me, daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you like the life that you're going to experience on the other side of this. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. And it's it, it can be so tempting to satisfy these feelings on our own, whether they're the feelings of emptiness or just tiredness or worn out or I just have nothing else to give. But we need to recognize some things that just aren't going to do that. They're just not going to fix it. But it's the things we always try to do Mm. to fix it. We work harder or we are looking for approval. Big kicker here. We justify a season away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. If I hear that from one more person, (laughs) say, I'm just going to sit back for a little while and just Mm -hmm. take a, we'll um, make bad decisions, lowering our standards of what success looks like. We'll be like, oh, you know what? This is just... This is just how my life should be now. This is actually okay. You know, we'll do all these things to where we're just kind of pushing the Lord to the back burner Mm -hmm. just to justify and make ourselves feel better where we are. But those are not the real fixes to any of this. Because when we're confronted with the why of where we are, if you've really sat back and gone, why do I feel this way? Why am I depleted? What has exhausted me? What has emptied my tank? It can feel like you have to fix it because it can feel so overwhelming But that's when it's just time for a deep, deep breath Mm -hmm. and just speak some truth over yourself. Yeah, I think there's so much power in approaching that one thing first. And then when that's corrected, you just move to the next big thing. And then from that, so it becomes like this snowball effect of uh, being able to accomplish the things that felt so weighty. It's just like the aspect of whenever you've walked into your home and it looks like a bomb's going off. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is just so overwhelming. I don't even know where to begin. But the beginning is just one step. Yeah. And accomplishing, even if it's in one room, you've got one chore in front of you to be able to knock out. It is, it's easier for me to be like, I just want to set everything on fire. <laughs> Yeah. And just be done with it. But genuinely, it's because we're snowballing everything in together yeah. and we can 
compartmentalize and say, no, we're going to accomplish this one big thing. And then we're going to move to the next part that's mm-hmm. overwhelming in our life. Yeah, it can. It, it, overwhelm is real once you've gotten this to this, you know, that deep exhaustion feeling, whichever avenue of life that is for mm-hmm. you, or maybe all at once. Yeah. But I, I just remember walking through so many different hard times and I just have to repeat, like, do the next right thing, do the next right thing, do the next right thing. And that's all you for can sure. do. For you sure. can't fix the whole thing, but you can do mm-hmm. the next right thing. Mm-hmm. What's the healthiest next decision mm-hmm. that I can make? And so many people are tempted, like you're saying, even cleaning the house, I am, I will do that. I will leave it looking like a bomb forever because it feels like I don't have the energy to do all this. Sure. But when I finally go, okay, well, let's just do the dishes then. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, that feels good. Why don't we do the laundry? Exactly. (laughs) You just one thing at a time. It feels so much better. Yeah. Instead of just people will do this with the rest of their life. Like it's easy to talk about cleaning a house, Mm -hmm. even though that's not easy. But when you talk about your life, people are also tempted to put down their all their tasks and all their serving or all their um, showing up for friends or do, you know, every they're tempted to just walk away from all all the the incredible that the Lord has given Mm -hmm. that was never meant to be an overwhelming aspect. Yeah, Yeah. I think if we've all heard this quote, if you're tired, you learn to rest and and not quit. Yeah, you have to be well to do well. That's true. And so it's a tricky situation here. I specifically here at the church walk hand in hand with our surf teams. Mm -hmm. And um, I have learned this balance of understanding and seeing people for where they are meaning it's a heavy season for them and they just need to come and their act of worship is just showing up. Yeah. But I also understand that commitment to serve is what is also helping them walk through the doors. Right. So it's by relationship that, you know, but I can promise you, like for me, it has been this great challenge of seeing people for who they are and not just for what they do. Yeah. And the serve. Because I never want someone just to say, you know what, I'm going to quit going to church because they're just expecting me to serve. Yeah. And that's not the heart of it. Yeah. Because the truth is God's put those passions and and inclinations to serve other people inside of you. And so they're not really yours to walk away from. Yeah. Because he's put them inside of you. And so when you've got this situation where things are difficult because you've overextended yourself in whatever the case may be, you've got to realize that, that you have overextended mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. No one actually can force you to do more than you can handle. No one actually can force you. They're decisions we make. And um, this is almost an impossible conversation to have without talking about one we're going to talk through next week, which is boundaries. (laughs) Um, But we'll not hit on that today. We'll save it. But look, if this is a hot topic for you, if this is something that you're like, I am right here in the middle of it, that is a conversation you're going to want to listen to that's going to complete this package. But today we're talking about when we're already past that line where boundaries were not in place and you've found this place of overwhelm or whatever and um, finding the recovery in it. So that's the lens we're going to keep talking through today. It all starts there. It's like this vicious circle. It's a catch 22 situation. Yeah. yeah. But the beauty in walking with the Lord is when you stop and realize that you need to be uh, refreshed and renewed um, is realizing that it just can't come from you anyways. Um, 2 Corinthians 3, 5, and 6 says, Not that we're sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God who has made us sufficient. Mm -hmm. He is the one who is going to just be that... uh, 
completion. We're not sufficient in ourselves, not to heal ourselves, not to recover ourselves. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about um, sometimes that maybe we have experienced personally feeling depleted yeah. um, and how the Lord spoke to us in those se- seasons. You know, we walked through the journey of infertility. That was a big old one. And then my granddad and uh, my mother-in-law passed in the same year. And it was just this big, huge heavy year. It was crazy. And through these times where you just felt so emotionally drained or your spirit was drained and it was just so heavy and you had to, I never, ever, ever once could hear clearly from the Lord Hmm. or could see clearly the community around me or there were no steps to recovery until I rested, until I really, really melt in the floor, take a deep breath and let it be kind of rested. Yeah. I think about, because we have just walked through the season of losing Doss's dad, yeah. and um, how your brain kind of gets to this fuzzy, mm-hmm. where everything is just really muddy, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like from I don't like to not be capable, right? but I also think that it is this side of like his goodness on our life, mm-hmm. because we're not meant to carry anything else in those, yeah. in those weeks following, and while you're in, you're just present, mm-hmm. and he's capturing your heart and speaking because scripture is so true. He is close to the brokenhearted, mm-hmm. and um, I remember like he, our my father-in-law passed away like on a Thursday, and um, I had already made the decision that nobody was going to get up on Sunday to go to church, mm-hmm. and um, because you know it, it, it's the aspect of of people. And not yeah. that we don't love, I mean, it's our community, we do life with mm-hmm. everyone, but it's just this, it was just so heavy and yeah. I, like sentences don't form. Yeah. And um, my daughter was very insistent that she get up and go to church that day. <laughs> and so I was like, what am I going to do? I have to, you know, I mean, like for all of her life, we've talked about the importance of right. um, being in community. And so anyways, I decided to go and, um, and it was just me and her. And uh, I, I'm going to be honest, I did not like I did. I couldn't even carry a conversation. Well, mm-hmm. I don't even know conversations that were had. Yeah. But there was this moment of just being able to worship. And yeah. then that took a few more weeks. And I mean, serve is heavy on my heart. Like I it, being around our community is something that has never been a part to where I'm like, oh, it's Sunday morning. I have to get up and go and da 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 da. But for those following weeks, it was a one foot in front of the other yeah. type serve and 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 really just taking off a whole lot of on the rest of our plates to be able to just sit in that mm-hmm. season. And, you know, like it is what it is. It's grief and and it sneaks up on you on yeah. in different times. And, and there's grace in those days as well. Man. Yeah. I remember some of the seasons I lost. I know with Asher, when we had our son, I lost probably a year that I can't even remember mm. just because of those same feelings that same like fuzzy like what's even happening I have I crack up because some of our cool like most solid team members came during that time and I'm like I don't know what this was like for you because <laughs> I don't remember meeting you I don't even remember like you're just here <laughs> they were always there I know that's right. like, I don't even know you're that's just right. here yeah yeah, but so funny when we get to that point and recognize finally that we can't be the one to fix it alone, then we get to move into the recovery mode and recovery does just begin with rest. Hebrews four, nine through 16 talks about God's rest. And I know he, he's 
I feel that he's pointing to the forever final rest in these verses. But I think it seems fair that if he would want us to have that good rest forever, he would want us to have good rest now. Preach. It points to how scripture is what divides the things in our lives. It's like a two-edged sword, like it divides right and wrong, good mm. and evil. Mm-hmm. And that's how we'll know what to cut away. Because the truth is when we're in a season of overwhelm, whether it is things or the more difficult people, mm-hmm. whether it's emotional and you're carrying way too many hurts for way too many people and you're just needed too many places, schedule-wise, whatever it looks like, there will be something that's got to be cut away. Yeah. I like this quote from Alan Cohen. The quote is just that there's virtue in work and there's virtue in rest. Use both and overlook neither. Mm. Yeah, I think that's so cool. We were talking about just understanding the different types of tired. Yeah. And so to coincide, I love the aspect of thinking there's different types of rest. Yes. Yeah, there there's different types of rest and I think at some points you'll need maybe one area stronger than you'll need the other, but they all so go hand in hand that there's seven areas that you really just need to pay attention to consistently. Yeah. The first is the most simple, it's physical. Like go to bed on time. <laughs> Take naps. Like, Glad you're tuning in for this. I know. <laughs> Mind-blowing information. Mind-blowing. <laughs> Put your phone down yeah. and take care of your body just so you can keep showing up. I mean, uh, my husband and I work out consistently, mm-hmm. and his diet's very disciplined. Mine's not entirely disciplined, but yeah. <laughs> the goal is to be old and still be able to keep doing the things. Yeah. Like, that's the goal. Right. But that takes physical rest and taking care of your body. It's important. If your soul is tired, your body needs rest. That's like, right. it, it all ties together. That's right. There's a mental rest. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll find things that help, you know, check out for a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, Like maybe you're listening to a fiction book or something or reading a fiction Mm -hmm. book or watching a movie or having some quiet meditation. Yeah. Um, Just discovering what helps your mind rest and make time to do it. There's just so much beauty in even taking a step outside. Yes. Um, I never knew that there was a term for it, but it's called grounding and it's mm-hmm. like you're putting your feet in the ground. I mean, yep. it's very hippie like, but it's, I, I just always have done it. Yeah. And it, there's something so good about mm-hmm. allowing for it just to be in that moment and be outside, get some fresh air. Yeah. The next kind of rest is sensory. And I could imagine, you know, that this is a big deal these days because our senses are so overloaded, Yes. whether it's screens and sounds and noises and yes. attention grabbers everywhere. It's important because to take care of yourself in this way, because you're just not going to hear the Lord if you're being pulled in every little direction. Yeah. I've heard a study down to this, the down to your phone. Um, we know about screens and all the things, but they said the, the, the notifications that come through our phone, which is everything all the time is the equivalent of some tapping you on your shoulder Mm. and so you're literally always distracted yeah and so this is a literal unplugged get away from everything take a tech freak day find a um a day to just completely check out from all the people yeah Um, take a bath read a real paper book but at the very least just just give yourself some time before bed with no screens or no that's good noise let's talk about some creative rest coming Mm -hmm. up with ideas can be depleting especially if you're not naturally creative Mm -hmm. sometimes you just got to put down all the little Mm -hmm. juices in our brains to go okay let's just check out and enjoy somebody else's work yeah just make it organic like yeah this goes straight back into the one where you just said about putting your feet in the grass Mm -hmm. the next one is emotional rest 
recognize that you just can't be all things to all people and guard your calendar so it doesn't get overfilled. We'll say it again. Get some boundaries in place. Yeah. Protect that calendar. Ooh, I can't wait to talk about boundaries. That's going to be good. I read, I think we've talked about this before, The Best Yes, and she's mentioned about guarding your calendar mm-hmm. and um, creating your own meetings. And so yes. giving yourself some margin mm-hmm. and not feeling guilty whenever you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I have a meeting mm-hmm. because you do have a meeting. And yes, boy, you, yeah. that has brought so much freedom to my yeah. life. Yeah. Because you, if you try to be all things to all people, your emotions will never, ever, ever, ever get that rest and release yeah yeah Yeah. sometimes you just gotta stare at a wall i'm just gonna be honest word (laughs) (laughs) i like a good white wall stare every now and then (laughs) um social you know being alone with uh the father consistently it always goes back to you know creating boundaries in person and virtually just honestly it's not a whole lot to say like sometimes you just need to step away and spend some time with your father i have no trouble with this yeah I'm good you know, with social boundaries. I like to social. stay home. <laughs> I it you know there's there's at least for me the aspect of FOMO. Like I don't want to sell, tell someone no, mm-hmm. and I am learning that balance of what that looks like mm-hmm. and being okay with it. Yeah, because um, I need I, we're looking at sustaining. You know, mm-hmm. and then the last type of rest is spiritual rest. Is really prioritizing that time with the Lord. And because if we go just depleting ourselves in all these different ways and we're never being fed back spiritually with Him, even if we get rest in all the other ways, you still have nothing to draw from unless you're spending time with Him, letting Him speak to you and having a real relationship with Him. And then you'll find yourself striving. You're just grabbing for that next, the next step, the next step with and not thriving and growing through the next step. You know, like it's just a difference. I think about, you know, understanding where you are. Let's say, for instance, you're struggling in your marriage or um, something's wrong with your kids. I know for me personally, if there's something inside my household, everything else is magnified. Right. And ultimately, I don't need to be looking at a TV or my phone or just to like completely veg out. I need to have time with my father in Mm -hmm. worship. And um, I was actually thinking this morning about when Jesus um, had this moment of yeah. of literally in the garden preparing for crucifixion, and he's he's pleading and he's asking for his friends to pray with him. Yeah, knowing what was going to happen, and did happen, and because of that, we're able to go to our Father to be able to say, "Lord, we need rest." Mm-hmm. And you talk about like feeling very human, like <laughs> because here Jesus is just praying and asking his friends to gather around Mm -hmm. and pray with them. And um, how many of us are guilty of of being that? Falling asleep. That's right. Yeah. Because you don't truly know the weight that someone's carrying. Yeah. Only your father knows that weight. Well, and and in that same vein, it's it's giving your friends grace in these moments because Mm. I can't tell you how many things that my friends dealt with that I didn't understand until I walked through it myself, sure. whether it was loss, whether it was being a new mom, Absolutely. a new wife, whatever. You don't understand what that feels like until you've walked through it. Yeah. So I know the temptation is to be like, you don't get anything. You don't understand anything. Oh, you're so dumb. Blah, blah, blah. But having the grace on the other side that, hey, everybody just can't know your inside feelings. Mm. Only your father does. So have grace for your friends, but then still let your community come around and support you as best they can. 
Yeah, so good. In those seasons, because good Lord, if it happened to Jesus, it's going to happen to us. I know. We can't can't, expect any different. And we just can't throw in the towel. But Mm -hmm. we also have to recognize what kind of rest that we're looking for. Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, I know we're blowing through some recovery steps here, but recovery when you're that depleted is not a five second. It's not like, okay, let me get some rest here, 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 here. This is a process. You're going to be walking through it. And it is that next good thing, that next right thing. Yeah. But once you walk through that process of recovery, you start entering into restoration. Mm. And that is a beautiful, beautiful time. If you've been putting all these things into practice, part of it's going to come with time, time doing the right things and balancing rest well. But there's also just an element of faith, realizing that it's just not on us and we've got to be in partnership with Jesus. But this is where, once again, the Lord is just so faithful when we remain in him and look to him as our source. I love Galatians 3, verse 5 through 6. It just says, does he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you do so by works of the law or by hearing with faith, just as Abraham believed and it was counted to him as righteousness. Mm. So as he's saying, it's not through just this list of things. It's not through the law, not through rules, but it's by hearing with faith that the Lord um, supplies his spirit to us and works miracles around us. Like it's through that faith aspect that he's able to work in us and through us and just believing. Yeah, I think there's that's such a good word. And it's also understanding that our father is for us mm-hmm. and so much so to where he sent his perfect son, his his beloved. And Jesus says in John 10, 10, it says uh, that the thief's purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. But my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Mm-hmm. And in Nehemiah, it says, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah. So whenever you are in depletion and you are just completely in need of being replenished, to look for the joy of the Lord. And we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. The joy is going to be what is coming outside of you Mm -hmm. from within, not the things that are happening around you. So that looks like being in his presence and also from shifting our perspective, because it's really easy to just go in and, and have this thought process. And really it just has to be an attitude check. It's true. Or just, just from persevering. And being and going through it, I can't tell you. Well, I'll say it this way. My favorite people on planet Earth are the ones that have persevered and have gone through Mm-hmm. and have come out on the other side where they say like going through hell carrying a water bucket not mm-hmm. being singed like that's like those that gritty mm-hmm. but having the joy of the lord yeah in them like what a testimony i love um in romans 15 verses 13 the scripture has been with me for the past few weeks and i just wanted to share it as we wrap up it says i pray that god the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him i'm gonna say that again that the source that God, the source of hope will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we're talking yeah. the source of hope filled with joy and peace because there's an action step mm-hmm. because we trust in him, but allowing for that overflow to take place. Yeah. So no matter what season of life that you are in. Um, maybe you are walking in a season of grief or maybe it's just really dang hard because you're at the ballpark and you're just stretched and laundry is piled high. Or maybe it's because you have a turmoil and a friendship of some sort. Mm-hmm. Just know like he is your joy and he is longing to be able to say, 
no girl trust in me like I, I know what I'm talking about yeah yeah I would suggest putting in to practice just the practice of gratitude because and I don't mean oh thank you God for this thank you God for that don't make your Thanksgiving list but I can tell you from experience that you can walk through absolute hell and still have joy that's right if you realize you know what God this is the hardest thing I've had to do but you are faithful in this way in that my I am healthy my family's healthy I've got food on my table Mm -hmm. I've got you know, a church family that's praying for me and believing with me. I've got whatever that looks like to you. I used to be. This is the best one. I used to be Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. But because of Jesus, I am now this. Mm. Those are the gratitude statements that if you'll keep in your spirit, you will find that joy in the midst of the worst. And it will help you keep making those steps until you'll see this process come around. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's the perspective check. That's mm-hmm. just ha- having that shift of, oh, it's just another thing mm-hmm. to, okay, like we're doing this, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for everything that you've given. Thanks for listening today. We hope you feel encouraged and stronger in your faith because of these conversations. We love our community of women and would love to see it grow. Can you do us a favor and share the podcast with one friend today that you know would love it? And if you're feeling a little extra sparkle today, give us a quick rating and review. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, keep keep growing. growing.